welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Join us as we sit down with church leaders to discuss relevant trends and issues for today's church. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's dive into a new episode of Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Peerage and I'll be your host. We are still here live at the Pastors Bivocational Pastors and Wives or Minister Wives Retreat in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And we have with us today David Akers. Uh, David is the uh, pastor at Union Chapel Missionary Baptist, missionary Church. Baptist Church. Need to add that missionary in there. <laughs> and David, I appreciate you. We, I've known you for a long time. Uh, when I uh, came 15 years ago, you worked as uh, over direct of uh, uh, disaster relief for the mm-hmm. convention. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long you had been with the convention <laughs> before that, but share a little bit about, about yourself. Okay. All right. As, uh, as Kevin said, I'm pastor of uh, Union Chapel Missionary Baptist Church in Kingston, Tennessee. I'm bivocational mm-hmm. there. And, uh, I, you know, of course, uh, a little bit of background in my life, you know, as I was raised in church, it was uh, one of those things that was just Sunday morning was the place to be, Sunday night and any other time the church doors were open, you know, yeah. just a place to be. But I really didn't feel a calling on my life until I was 28, 29 years of age and decided then to go back to uh, college, go to seminary and uh and served in a lot of capacities. I was a youth minister and children's minister in Texas before I moved back to Tennessee and pastored two or three churches in East Tennessee. And one of the things that happened uh, while I was pastoring a church in Warburg, Tennessee, is we had a tornado come through. Hmm. And uh, I was serving as director of missions at that time. And uh, uh, we just uh, put a lot of effort into trying to help the people and all. And very shortly after that, uh, the position opened to uh, become the director uh, of uh, disaster relief. And so I went to Tennessee Baptist Convention, spent about 10 years there yeah. of uh, working with disaster relief. But uh, then I retired. We moved back to East Tennessee where our daughter lives and uh, yeah. was just going to fill in at different places and uh, just uh, when people needed things. And we had a church in our community that I filled in for a couple of times. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, their pastor had a heart attack and passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, one Sunday after they, uh, his uh, death and all, they ca- asked me to come and just fill in and see if I could try to heal some ha- uh, he- uh, heal some hurts and things. And uh, so uh, I went and filled in for two or three Sundays and we had another obligation that we had to fulfill. And so we went to fill that obligation, came back, they were still, kind of struggling a little bit so yeah. I went back to the church and started filling in and I've been there for four years yeah. so uh, awesome. but uh, you, you fall in love with the people and yeah. uh, and our church is an older congregation you know just uh, of course I'm an older person myself you know <laughs> so but um, you know being uh, retired and uh, being able to spend some time with the people and everything it's really been good and uh just uh, being able to go and visit with the people and sit down and uh, chat with them and all. And uh, right. but uh, we, with the, some of the struggles that we have at our church, is that we are an older congregation. <laughs> it's uh, it's difficult for us to really find the youth or the vigor, I guess you would say, in some of the people to be able to take care of children, take care right. of youth, and things like that. So we've kind of fallen away in that area yeah. of not having the people to be able to help us do those kind of things. And yeah. I think God's bringing back some some people to help us with that. And uh, 
we pray it continues to go that way and all. Right. But uh, right. we're still struggling in that and still still trying to go in that area and all. So. Yeah, yeah. But um, you now, know, what, what's your community like in in your area? Is it? Uh, I don't know if if you did any kind of studies, see what the average age was. I was kind of curious about. Yeah, I haven't really. Uh, you know, we just got some demographics to where we're looking at some right. things and all, but. One of the major things that have happened is we live in a rural area, it's just outside of Kingston, and mm-hmm. a lot of farmland around us, but within the vision of our front door of our church, there's a new place called the Preserve that's uh, it's been building houses over there for the last two or three years, and there's kids and young people galore in there that mm-hmm. we've just got to get in and reach and got to have the people to be able to do right. that and to provide the uh opportunities for them when they come to our church and everything yeah kingston's kind of a unique area because it's not a big town mm-hmm. but in and it's it's a kind of a rural area but kind mm-hmm. of not so yeah it's, yeah so it's so, on the lake so it's yes, on lake yes, yeah mm-hmm. and it's just off the interstate so, yes. sort of yeah. and and so it's a very unique area and it's an older town it too. is yeah it is and it's uh only 20 miles from uh, you know turkey creek and not west knoxville yeah. and everything where so much is at and also our people are able to go to places like that but and then, uh, of course, everybody's had the same problem with uh, with COVID. Mm-hmm. Is uh, we had the struggles of being an older congregation. Is a lot of them didn't want to come to church, and right. so we had to ha- find a way to be able to meet that need. And so we got into uh, doing the the uh, live streaming on mm-hmm. on Facebook and all. And so that's kind of stuck. You know, yeah. we've uh, we put money money into new equipment and everything, so we can be able to do it and do a good pro uh, uh, program. And uh, some of them don't want to come back now. Yeah. They just they're they're happy with sitting on the couch and drinking a cup of coffee. Right. And, but they forget the responsibilities of being that yeah. Christian. And, you know, uh, being a Christian is more than just being a church member. Right. It's uh, you know the responsibilities that go along with it. Now, did you have any of this technology before COVID, or did you? No, no, <laughs> no. no. As a matter of fact, uh, we decided the first of March when we were not going to be able to meet for a few Sundays and all. We just asked the question, how are we going to be able to do this? Well, my grandson has a degree from the University of Tennessee in media ministry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so I just called him, and uh, he came out in the first several months. We just did it on my phone, you yeah. know, just uh, used my cell phone, and then uh, we were able to put in some equipment at the church. And still it would just be me and a few others in the church right. on Sunday mornings, and, and a lot of times on Sunday evenings I just – did the broadcast from the house and called it from the pastor's rocking right. chair. Yeah. So this is so <laughs> yeah. it was kind of good, but we had a good following, you know, there yeah. for a long time. There would be anywhere from uh, maybe 85 to 150 people that would watch it, at, not necessarily on the air that the li- our live broadcast, but yeah. we'd go back and listen to it later yeah. on. And we still have people that are watching it, but that's good, you know, in uh, different areas of the country and everything. But right. Uh, but still, yet we'd like to have people coming inside the doors. Right, right. So what kind of challenges, I mean, personally? I mean, of course, I know that <clears throat> you've been a pastor, you've been a DOM, you've worked for the state convention, mm-hmm. now you're a pastor again. Mm-hmm. In a, well, you know, I'd say I, you're not in a part-time. It's always full-time, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a little different capacity. So how, through your ministry, how did you, did you balance your life? And, and meet those challenges. <laughs> that's a good question. It just, uh, uh, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, it just, and, and of course, 
many people understand this and later in life you know just when you look at your calendar it's filled up with the doctor's appointments and everything else yeah. you know not only you but your wife and and, and family members and all and so right. you have to kind of uh, you know block the time off mm -hmm. you know for family and make sure you have that and of course uh, we have one young granddaughter that my wife and I love to spend time mm -hmm. with and so it's uh, one of those things where we we'll get her and take her to the church with us and things like that and all but uh, uh, but still just some of the things that I've learned down through the years you know just uh, is, is to be able to care for the needs of the people mm -hmm. and uh, you know it, it means so, so much you know and in disaster relief it was one of those things where uh, when you were caring for people you had the opportunity to share Christ with them right. and just open doors and the same thing is true now you know it just uh, uh, we feel like it you know a lot of times that people have everything they need mm -hmm. but they don't right. uh, even when you visit uh, uh, senior adults in their home and everything you run into some that don't even have the possibilities or the grip in their hands to change a light bulb you know just right. to do little things like that for them and just to be able to let them know that people love them, people care. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, well, is there any victories that kind of come to mind that you you have you have had in your congregation while you've been there? Uh, well, just the uh, the fact of just getting uh, more in technology, right. uh, you know, just to, to get uh, you know more in the twenty first century, I guess you would say, right. you know. But uh, uh, but really. Uh, victories, you know, we've had a few uh, professions of faith and a That's few awesome. baptisms and all, and yeah. I call that the greatest victories. Sure. But uh, uh, still, just to be able to get to know the people and mm -hmm. see their needs, but see their desires and where we want to go to from here. So. Right, awesome. So <clears throat> I know you're here uh, at this this retreat, mm -hmm. and of course we've already talked about just trying to get away. So. <clears throat> Is it important for pastors to take time away? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, no doubt about it. You know, my wife and I, we she still substitutes, teaches some, but mm -hmm. when we have something like it's come up and everything, she just blocks off the time and we're able yeah. to get away and spend time together. And, yeah. and she gets as much out of it, not more than I do, you know, because of just having the time with the ladies' ministry and things mm -hmm. like that. And yeah. So, but uh, it's fantastic. And, I can uh, vouch for what you had to say too about Camp Landon and Carson Springs is a great place to get away from and just be quiet and peaceful and uh, uh, no hindrances, you know, and just uh, you turn your cell phone off and forget about everything else except just spending time with God. Yeah, it's hard to turn your cell phone off. Sometimes. It is. <laughs> Today, yeah, today's world, we're all so connected and they mm. expect you to be connected. Yeah, absolutely. And if I can't get a hold of the pastor, then, you know, it's, it's a, you'll hear about it. Yes. And sometimes they, it's hard for them, your congregation, to realize that you need a break too. There's mm -hmm. got to be somebody else in your congregation they can talk to and get relay yeah. that. So it's, I'm blessed with a, a man in our church that really takes a lot of the prayer requests and sends out prayer requests on our prayer line and then things like that. And so people will call him before they call me a lot of times. Yeah. And so uh, that, that's a blessing to me because he always he lets me know what's going on and right. everything. But uh, still, yeah. it's good to have people like that. Well, so. and I appreciate you uh, the all the years and working with Disaster Relief. I don't know. I, I know there's <clears throat> probably a lot of people who are 
involved in mm -hmm. disaster relief across our state and they have traveled the world yes. uh, meeting people's needs. And I mm -hmm. think that is such a great ministry and I appreciate you leading uh, our state those 10 years you were here. Mm -hmm. I know <clears throat> there were many uh, uh, disasters uh, that within our state and outside mm -hmm. that, that people were in deep need and you were able to, uh, your team built a minister to them yeah. and many came to know Christ. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I think that's just so awesome yeah. that you're involved in. I th and I say that because I think a lot of uh, pastors that know about disaster relief, but they don't know what it takes to lead it mm. and to coordinate it. And that's yeah. a key person. So I appreciate yeah. you. Just to put you, uh, your faith in God, it just is amazing that at the times you had disasters, the people that showed up were just mm. the right people that you needed for the job and right. everything. So it just... But God will bless you in that, even in your church. You'll yeah. do that. So. Awesome. Okay. Well, David, I really appreciate you taking the time and, and uh, just talk to me a little bit about uh, your ministry and what's going on at your church and, and, uh, uh, and your commitment to continue. You know, as God seems to be have moved you through your journey and you're still moving forward. So I appreciate that. Every, every day when God gives me breath, I want to keep serving him. So Amen. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. You're so. welcome. Well, guys, if you if you're listening to this podcast, I hope that uh, you're listening on on a, a, a great place like iTunes or Spotify or some of those others. If you are, please leave a comment or just follow us. That would encourage others to listen to this great resource. And we would love to hear from you. So if you have any questions for David or what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope you look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thank you for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast of TN Baptist Camps. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org or you can email us at carsonpodcast at tnbaptist.org.